Anyway, uh, it's going to be our very special Halloween episode. So, um, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. We both think the randomest <laughs> noise at the same time. We, we did it was a ghost both... or a cat. Or... We did it. We did a Halloween cat. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it started as a ghost and turned into a cat. I, I think my know. cat might. Cat people. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hi everyone. Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we've put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we watched Cat People. <laughs> it's our Halloween choice for this year. Um, I everyone should know that in Tracy's household, the 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 holiday of the year is not Christmas, as most people think. It's Halloween. Of course. Yeah. 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 My aesthetic is creepy cute. It is. It is. And she You're really it. cute and creepy too. <laughs> <laughs> today we are talking about cat people. 1942, written by DeWitt Bodine, that's a hell of a name, and directed by Jacques Tournay. Tourneur? Tournay. Tournet? Tourneur. Tourette? Tournay. I'm going with Tournay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Starring Simone Simon and Kent Smith and Tom Hunt Conway and Jane Randolph. Quick synopsis, Tracy. Go. Okay. So, and go. <laughs> guy meets girl, they get along, go back to her apartment just for tea, not dinner, and <laughs> they like each other, they continue to see each other, get married, but she has told him the story of her people, she's Serbian, and the legend of her village is that if a woman was ever to get intimate she turns into a cat woman. But person. you say intimate, but they went as far as kiss. I mean, well, when they say no intimate, kiss. they mean kiss. The, right. Because, I mean, the it's the... Falling to the embrace. That was the phrasing. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. I, I so <laughs> they get married, never having done anything. But he's very patient because he's in love with her. And she loves him. And it turns into this horror movie where... She's going to a psychiatrist because they, they think that it's just a legend that she wholeheartedly believes. But maybe it's real. Dun, dun, dun. Very good. Very good. Uh, great. So let's jump right in. What did everyone think of it? I liked it. I thought it would be more cheesy than it was. Mm, but same. it was good. Same here. I thought it was going to be super cheesy and I was going to be like, you know, falling asleep. I, I thought, it. I think I, I think the first thing I like, they were all like super good looking actors and actresses. So yeah. I was like, obviously, you know, uh, all eyes on deck. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, what made you guys think it was going to be cheesy? Cause all I could picture was the new cats, oh. like cat people, like, and then the, like, it's made in the forties. I thought it was going to be like this, like. People in cat suits. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's I. I was thinking that too, and like pretending to be cats, but right, like they're just dressed up. <laughs> they're not really cats. They're people in suits. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. No, and it was low budget. 
I I went into this knowing it was low budget and it was 1942, black and white, horror, and those tend to be, you're right, they, those tend to be campy and cheesy, and this wasn't. Um, may I ask you mm-hmm. what you thought it was going to be like since you've never seen this before? I know. I had never seen this. This is the first movie that I had not seen. None of us had seen. We went in blind. Oh, I love that Betsy hasn't seen this. It, it gives me... Like, anyone can be the boss now. Okay? Watch out, Betsy. <laughs> That's going to be a clip we use. <laughs> what were your, you think, you were thinking cheesy? Yeah, and I, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, there are aspects that I feel like didn't quite translate and that we'll talk about, but overall, it created suspense and it had great camera and lighting and, the acting was great. The writing was great. Everything. The shadows were So great. Betsy had never seen this movie before. The reason we're watching it. Right. Sorry. Is that I was at the library, because that's what I do, and saw this movie called Cat People. And I was like, this is hilarious, because I thought it was going to be this cheesy, cheesy movie. And I was like, Betsy, look at this. We have to watch this movie for our Halloween special. It's called Cat People. And she was like, okay. And she let me do it. And we watched it. (laughs) And it wasn't the joke that I thought it was going to (laughs) be. You weren't expecting me to say okay. That's the trick. okay. There was a moment there that you were like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. Um, I still do think it's definitely appropriate for Halloween. Obviously, tis the season, horror movie, cat superstition. The whole, the whole bit. But, Serena, what did you find out about it? Uh, in fact, it was released on Christmas Day of 1942. December 25th, in case anyone was wondering That's what day that was. That's so, I mean, it was snowing at one point. It was. was. It a Christmas movie. There's so many Christmas movies, and we. this is a whatever side note, but there's so many Christmas movies that people are, like, debating. Oh, God, yeah. Like, you know. Right, like Die Hard. Die yeah, Hard, yeah. the biggest yeah. one. And so, this one... Oddly. Even hmm. even yeah. um, movies like Meet Me in St. Louis, which is technically not a Christmas movie, but it it's often associated with Christmas. Yeah, there's some, a whole list of non-Christmas Christmas movies. Some may argue that if Christmas falls during the movie, like Harry right, Potter, right, then right, it would be a right, Christmas movie. Right. I I don't know. This is definitely a Halloween movie. Yes, oh, <laughs> I yeah. think they just like delayed the. Uh... Well, or a, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Let's jump into the questions. Everybody ready for some questions? I'm ready. Yeah. Ready All right. right. Not tired. <laughs> Good job, Serena. Well, because it's only quarter of seven yep, instead of the job. normal 1130 that we're doing <laughs> it. Normally do it. All right. Top of the marquee. What was our favorite part? Can I go first? Yes. Because I think. No, because I feel like you're going to steal mine. But go ahead. It was Mrs. Agnews. Oh. <laughs> Wait. What? You didn't steal mine, but that's yes. amazing. Wait, which part? It was the woman who, the cleaning lady at the office, who kept doing... Oh! They had to keep that shot in there? Yes, they did. <laughs> the dusting of the breasts. <laughs> also a Zumba move. If you guys don't remember who Mrs. Agnews is, um, she was the cleaning lady in the office, and she had a cigarette in her mouth at all times, and... Every time, she, every time she looked down, she had to rush off her décolletage. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was just really funny. But and the she, camera, like, she did it like three times, right. and the camera would stay on her until she brushed her boobs. Waiting for her yeah. to do that before cutting scene. And it was the only moment that we were like cracking up, I yeah. guess. I mean, she went as far as flicking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she yeah. flicked at one point. Anyway. It was funny. It was kind of like the comic relief of the horror. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But it was random. Yeah, it, it was, was random. so random. We were all like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. We're like, oh, okay, we're staying on this woman for an extra 10 seconds. Sure. All right, what was everyone else's favorite part? I had two. And they weren't the dialogue. The, there were a oh. couple of good dialogue, but my was favorite part dialogue. was a toss between the dream sequence. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cleverly done. It was older, but I still thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. Where she's dreaming of becoming a panther or something. But then, so the, the legend is King John, I don't know, drove off the panther people, the cat people with a sword. And in the dream, the king approached her and he had a sword that turned into a key that gave her this idea of releasing the panther at the zoo with the key she found. Mm-hmm. My second favorite, or maybe my, my my real favorite, was the paw prints. It was like the runner-up. <laughs> yeah, that was the runner-up. The paw prints. That mm. was turned, you saw the muddy prints that of paws that turned into high heel marks. And that was really effective. I, it goes back to being a low-budget movie. They had to get really creative with how they were going to show the transformation and how they were going to show the horror and the monster and all that. That was a great, a fantastic way of doing it. Your key scene, the dream yep. sequence, it's basically like the voices in my head told me to do it. Right. Yes. Like it's, you know, kind of like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like, or well, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. There's a scene in there that's kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, kind of. In the yes. river and the boat. Yes. And the, <laughs> the psychedelic moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Serena, what was your favorite part? My God, look at all the notes she took. I did. Ooh, and I did, I did a little extra studying, but I'm really... I fail. So it was hard to, thing, it was hard to pull something out of this one. I like the scenes that you both brought up. Um, I kind of was thinking the famous scene of the bus, you know, they're walking down the alley and, and then there's growling and then there's a bus at first. I think I was like the most like alert at that point. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like interest me, but it was the, probably the scene where Alice and Oliver were somewhere, I don't know where, and there was the lighted tables. Do you know what I'm talking about? In the office. And then basically they get spooked because there's like some sketchy, you know, stuff going on. And then at the end she's like, I need a drink. Yes. (laughs) She's like modern day actress. So once again. In 1940s. It's the the strong female sass of the, yeah. That, that's well, getting Serena. She, I appreciate she, that. She acts like she's, in some of the scenes, she, I actually like, I like her character, like following her through. She stays pretty consistent, mm-hmm. though she says she's not scared. She gets spooked. How can you not be? But then she's like, all right, well, you know, that, yeah, that scared me. That was a lot to deal with. You know, I need a drink. And she kind of just was like in her, I need a drink. Like, you know, voice, yeah. like brushed it off and was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. She almost was like one of the the guys back she in was. that 40s day. Because she's like, oh, let's have a cigarette and, you know, go over here to Oliver well, in the office. Yeah. Go ahead. So it, it's like a continuing uh, theme with Serena. You always love that strong 
type of character I in do. Alice. The sassy woman. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not into the damsel in distress. <laughs> Which is Irina, Irina in a lot yeah. of ways. She is very much demure and except for when she turns into a panther well, and kills yes. everybody <laughs> well but that's just it is that Irina is the damsel in distress she's meek she's quiet and you know men want her until she turns into a monster right. and that is that is the foreigner that is she is the foreigner in this scenario she's Serbian she's an immigrant and Alice is the super American you know I want a cigarette and, and coffee and Girl Friday, except that she's not Girl Friday because... No, she's not. I made a point here that she isn't the secretary. That's what I kind of liked about her is she isn't the one answering phones. She's the his co-worker. She is working alongside with him doing computations. I think mm-hmm. they're an architect or a construction yeah. company. And she's not... She's one of the boys. It's His crew is... He, they had funny names. It was like Doc and... O'Malley or something and her and the it was a true co-worker compared to a secretary it is which is interesting for the time period this is 1942 so we just went into war you said it was Christmas 1942 yeah so yeah so they had been you know we had (laughs) been in war for a year and so the expectation of women was to get out of the kitchen all of a sudden to be independent to have jobs to have careers and I it was Maybe they were a... forced out of their comfort zone too, because yeah. like that... they would have just stayed happily cooking. <laughs> well, well, well. It, it's the difference between Irene, who is at home, and uh, Alice, who's in the office. And Alice is here is the heroine in this. Well, I think didn't she say she was a fashion designer? Oh, Irene she did say was. That. She did say that. But that is an inherently feminine. True. You know. Go ahead. So, well, what else did you like about Alice? Oh, just that. Sh- okay, so so I love that she's the strong, independent, doing her own thing, but totally different from this. In my opinion, what would be nineteen forty two woman? I wouldn't picture her. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I would picture yeah. like she sums herself up in pretty much one sentence. And uh, one of the quotes she says, "Hold on, I already lost it. Here it is. Uh, this is after he's in a fight with Irina." Yep. Or whatever, and they're like at a restaurant or something at God knows what hour, and she's like, "You should go make up, make make things get things right or whatever." And he's like, "Alice, you're real swell." And then Alice says to Oliver, "That's what makes me dangerous. I'm the new kind of other woman." It's a it's a good, it's line. A good line. It it sums her up perfectly. Yes, and and I think it may be that because society, at least America at this point, must have been a turning point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you just don't picture that. Yeah. Yep. And she just, yeah, she was confident. I liked it. Own it, woman. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next up, ladies, please remove your hats. Aspects that didn't age well. (laughs) Serena just mind taking off her hat. Well, it's necessary. It is necessary. I actually, we we should get like a boomerang clip of us all for. Oh oh my God. Boomerang. Ladies, remove your hats. And all of us have like fun little like like, derby hats or something. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, my my audio. The visuals that were Well, the boomerangs are so fun. Anyway, sorry. Back to track. Aspects that didn't age well. The biggest one that I I paid attention to, and I think we all paid attention to it, was that they were married for a very long time without, (laughs) let alone sex, they didn't even kiss, would not hold up in a movie today. (laughs) I can't. 
I I guess I didn't even I for well okay first they were at a dinner and they were there for a wedding and I thought it was an engagement dinner but it was a their wedding dinner one right, right. two I just assumed that they had kissed and then when they said that they hadn't even done that I was like floored well it was because that they was... expedited it too sorry to cut you off that's okay they expedited the relationship oh yeah and that might have been part of the budget thing because they definitely like like the whole date for a few weeks few months six months even but we were like date one then he brings her a cat well, I think was, and they're married was, I think it was jump was, cuts where you yeah. assume that they had Time seen had each other yeah but when he says I love you in the in the scene where they're still courting I think I assume they had been together for a while at that point. And he goes, I, I know this must be fast. We haven't even kissed yet. And that was when he, she was like, well, we're not going to kiss. So, <laughs> so it was there, but I think that our 2019 brains were just so like, that would not fly what? on Tinder. <laughs> that would, that shit would not fly I mean, on Tinder. They, no, no, this is what's the anti Tinder. What? <laughs> There was also there was also talk about she, Irina wanted to be a wife to make her husband happy that type of stuff that's very 1940s talk. But other than that, or maybe 19 late 1930s because right. we're at this if we're talking point. if we're talking about yeah. how that's almost old fashioned in comparison to Alice. But beyond that, I really feel like it. I mean, yeah. does anybody else? Can anybody else think of anything that didn't really age well in this movie? Uh, I can. Mm-hmm. The ample amount of lung cancer that was happening. <laughs> okay. And I, I know like people are complaining currently today. There's complaints about certain things. Someone said something about Netflix having too much cigarette mm. smoking. Oh, yeah, that's right. That show I was telling you girls about, Mindhunter, they're just ripping butts. But I think it's placed in the late 70s, early 80s. So they have to, for time, you know, they're whatever. This, I get it. It's a 40s film. But like... I mean, they're just ripping them down. That's just what they yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw yeah. that in Swing Time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Things that didn't age well. Things that did age well, I guess, is there was a lot of women in this. Mm. A lot of women. He had, you had the zoo cage cleaner guy, but then everybody else was pretty much a woman. The the check-in, the, I don't know, she was like the front desk woman at the hotel her friend, the the other apartment people, Mrs. Agnew. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there were a so, lot of women in this. And where is that one, things that, one of the movies we watched? And they had like two women. Yeah, like no yeah. one. Yeah, Maybe the things Hardy. that didn't age well. Um, there were no people of color except for Minnie, who I actually really loved. She, was, she had like yeah. a li- she, had she had a presence about she her. Like did. your she eyes was, just went right. First to off, her. she was gorgeous. Yeah. Second, she had like one line, and I was like. I don't know she had it with sass or something. It wasn't um, sass; it was conviction. Yeah, like you, yeah. you heard that line. It was, um, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, she was really good. So, I mean, I, I guess it's the forties, and she was a woman too. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of women. And okay, I see what you guys are saying now. Are you saying it because of the movie is set in the forties, or are you saying that like the actors had to be women because it was the forties? Well, that too. Like, oh, okay. the men, I know. The I didn't think were, about that. Yeah. The men were all off at war. Yeah, yeah. So even the actors, even the extras had to be women. Yeah. Oh. Epiphany. Yeah. No, I didn't even <laughs> think about that until you just said it. One other aspect that I was like, okay, this is showing its age, was the hypnosis of the psychiatrist. Yeah. 
But honestly, like if that's what <laughs> I'm picking that out, anymore. then that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Now you go to a hypnosis hip, hypnotist uh, as not for fun, but as a. It's like a trick. It's like a party trick almost. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I need to quit smoking, so I'm going to go see a hypnotist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 2019, so everyone's going to probably make fun of me. Did I Speaking any- of the, the psychiatrist, we, I mean. Somebody had made the point. Yeah. Serena, I think it was you. Oh, One yeah. psychologist oh, yeah. major here. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Dr. Judd. Yeah. He literally just in casual chat over coffee with Alice. I guess he, oh, because he was friends with her. Yeah. Still doesn't matter. There was no confidentiality agreements back then because he literally was like, yeah, and, you know, Irina this and Irina, oh, and she's this and, that, and these are my thoughts on the, what? <laughs> Shut your therapeutic mouth. Okay. <laughs> I was literally like floored. I was like, shocked um and there was another thing that he did that i can't remember what it was but i was like sure well he sure. kissed her is he what's happening oh. right now i told i was getting this vibe wow i did not wow. call this oh yeah oh yeah we all freaked out we were like did not see that coming <laughs> well i kind of noticed on the last the appointment before that that he Oh, he placed was... himself on the desk. He had his hand on his shoulder. He was he was very not patronizing. Act- he wasn't acting professionally. Yeah, but yeah, it just there was. I don't know if this nowadays that would just literally you would like you would lose, lose your, license. your license in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. it's literally your job. Yeah. Is on, oh, your yeah. career no, is he on was one. So that super didn't, unprofessional. So that didn't age well. He was an interesting character. I I almost got a little bit of Van Helsing in him. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because when he was like, I could see that he like didn't believe it, but he did believe it because when Alice was like, "You need to protect yourself," he's like, "What? Get a gun with silver?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, it's not silver, but check this out." And he pulls out his walking cane that happens to be a sword. Swing. Like. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't messing around. But I was confused if he fully believed or. I was wondering if he, where he really stood. Right. Because he which, was, I think his job then was, okay, honey, like, you're, you're just, it's basically without saying it, you're crazy for believing this and, you know, one call and I can have you committed. Right. I was, see, I was on the fence when he started flirting with her with the, right before the kiss. I was like, oh, I didn't see the flirtation, but it really was flirtatious and then I was like, oh, is he doing it because he really likes her or because he, he wants, to prove. wants to prove that it's wrong, but he also, like, has a weapon, so does he believe it and wants it to, like, happen? Like, I, he was... Yeah, that's he was what I was trying to figure character. out, too. I think the I think the, the best explanation to that whole scene was, because he was waiting for her at the apartment. He had a plan, and that was his plan, yeah. was to kiss her prove her wrong and if she was mentally insane she could still attack him (laughs) he still needs a weapon whether or not you know um, not to mention he had your stereotypical psychologist voice voice. like like you could pick him out of a lineup and be like oh you're a psychiatrist i feel like if this movie was made today there would need to be a twist on the twist and it would be that he would be a descendant of king john i i'm not even kidding with the thing and the cane, I thought yeah. it. I thought yeah. it. Because I, I tried I to predict wondering. the ending where I was like, as soon as I knew it was a sword, I was like, 
he's gonna kill her with the sword just like and you're right that's exactly that's, that's a the really good point supernatural it, it fle- like it fleeted through my mind mm-hmm. briefly but not enough for me to jot down so i'm glad you brought that up no problem he I'm does have one great line and it's she goes well yeah after her, i think it was her first session and he's like she's like well what do i tell my husband and he goes what does one tell a husband one tells him nothing. Thank you. That was the other one. <laughs> that was the other one I wanted. Should we should we talk about lines for a minute? I mean, the dialogue was fantastic. It was. There were so that. many that I especially I just, in like it was like the first five minutes. You and I were like fiercely <laughs> writing all of the quotes because I actually so good. filled my page with notes, guys, because of the quote. The I think I only actually wrote down one. Yeah, I think I only wrote down one, and it was I like the dark. It's friendly. Oh, I wrote that one down too. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple more that I have. One is, uh, I never cease to marvel what's behind a brownstone front. That's a great one. That's a good one. Oh, then I need, that, I need that written down too. All right, I'm just going to copy your notes after this and, and not do this right now. Um, okay, another one. When she was telling the, the legend of her people, the cat people, the wisest and most wicked escaped to the mountains. The wisest and most wicked. I like that. The wicked and, and wise the are paired together. And yeah, then I later, noticed that too. That I, Sorry, I noticed no, that too. And then later in that monologue, she started calling them the wicked ones. I really liked yeah, that. That yeah. was good. Um, oh, the pet store owner said, you can fool everyone, but you can't fool a cat. Excuse me. She doesn't say that. <laughs> You're right. She I'm says, yep. Landy, dearie me, you can't Landy, fool a cat. Landy, dearie me, you can't fool a cat. <laughs> My favorite of the, the, like, the beginning quotes, because they're like, you're right. Within the first 15 first minutes, there was like, it was... Boys who come to tea can't expect to stay for dinner. I like that. that was a good one. And then, so, so that's the that's the quote that he says, and he excuses himself politely and leaves her apartment because she had invited him up for tea. Not like Tinder. <laughs> Not like Tinder. And he goes, "When can I see you again?" And she like didn't doesn't give him an answer. But then he goes for dinner, and <laughs> so it was like it was, it was a cute little like flirty scene it was a cute meet cute it was a cute flirtation it yeah. was a cute wooing it, their relationship was very sweet yes, the whole yes. way through yep the courtship until yes. until she went turned into until a cat. her, until, her you know. satin white gloves came flying off and the truth came out <laughs> next okay wait a minute aspects that remind you of modern movies Sorry. this actually might be a little bit tough i feel like i have two notes okay it is just kidding it is tough (laughs) this goes well with our discussion on the psychiatrist Mm -hmm. it reminds me of the psychiatrist on overboard (laughs) first off overboard is one of my favorite movies i wonder what year it is i'll add it to my to watch list girl because you have this like family psychiatrist who has no rules of like anything like doles out. I, I just he's a crazy man. Yeah. He is a crazy man. That was a good reference point. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It also reminded me a little bit of the horror movie The Skeleton Key. Not this is kind of a stretch, but it, because we didn't really know, nobody had seen this movie before where we were going with it. The twist, I guess you should. Spoiler alert for Skeleton Key. <laughs> The twist in the skeleton key is in order for the spell or the magic to work, you need people to believe in the magic. So I thought part of this 
was she wouldn't turn into a panther or it wouldn't work until she convinced them that it would. And it kind of it kind of was like that. She very much scared Alice and then in that scene where they were like hiding in that room, you convinced the husband Oliver, you convinced the psychiatrist and that's when she attacked. So yeah. that, you know. You didn't realize they believed until they get attacked by the panther and Oliver addresses the panther as Irina. Right. Yeah. That was effective, definitely. I, the only note I wrote down was that it reminded me of the opposite of Angel in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my Slayer. god, that's right. I wanted to write that down too. And then I was trying to remember, and then all of my memories, because I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't I remember? I think so we should have an Angel night. <laughs> so explain, explain Angel. In Angel, he, oh god, let me, let me try to yep. remember it. In Angel, he was a vampire who had a soul, and he would lose the soul if he ever achieved true happiness. And so he was afraid of having sex with Buffy, basically, was like part of that plot line. Making love. And in this, it's the opposite, where she, because there's a point where she says, if I'm happy, it's contained. If I'm jealous or angry, I can't keep it in or whatever, whatever right. she said, which I, which that is what she said, but it made me confused. Cause I'm like, you said you, that to be with your husband and, and to even just kiss him would make you happy. So I didn't quite understand the logic yeah. of the movie, but okay, that's fine. But that's yes, you're true right. Because it, she did, she did get jealous of Alice and that is when she changed. That is, but I don't understand the aspect of the, yeah. Then, the what, then of, why do you stop yourself from kissing Oliver when you're changing anyway? Right. There we go. Maybe, forget that other thing, maybe it is like Angel. Maybe Angel got their idea from this movie. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Just saying. Panther. Vampire. Tortured souls. Yeah. Yeah. Tortured souls. Yeah. Okay. Now and then, how is it still relevant today? So I think the most famous aspect of this movie that makes it still relevant is the Luton bus. The Luton bus is the effect in horror when it's build up, build up, build up, build up, and you're expecting a scare and it's the fake out. And a lot of the times it's a fake out with a cat, but in this case it's not. It's the, it's a fake out with a bus, except there is a growl in there. Okay. I was going to say that for those who are watching this movie, I think we should just preface all that they should have captions on because I would have Mm. not picked up on that growling had there not been a little caption there saying growling. Because we rewound it a couple times to rewatch it, and I did hear it. Yeah. Without the cat. You know what I mean? But Without, you didn't no. catch it the first time, No, right? I didn't. So this is why I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. It's almost, I think this is why it was one of my scenes where I was like zoned in. I was like, what's going to happen? Is it, is it going to pounce on her? What's going to happen? Which, I noticed that I, <laughs> this is, I don't know if they planned this or not, but it's, let's set the scene. It's Alice walking down a dark corridor, or, or it's a, it's like a sidewalk, street. side street, and Irina is following her and Alice is getting scared because she hears somebody following her. And I noticed that Alice has a feather in her cap and she is the prey. She's the bird. And Irina is the panther. Wow. I Mm -hmm. totally forgot Mm -hmm. you said that. Great symbolism. Mm -hmm. I was thinking there's a lot of symbolism in this movie. Because even the lighting on the street too, like you see her, she's going, you know... Into the light and, and into yeah. the dark and into the light and into the dark. That and I'm was like, somebody's gonna die. I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna be the canary or the panther. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say about that scene because it was such a it was a great scene. Just that whole thing. Yeah. 
And it was the lighting. So much of it was the lighting in that scene. And overall, I think I think this does go towards how is it so relevant today. The lighting, the use of shadow, everything and was beautifully the, done in this I movie. I think it's the use of sound because there was no music track. All you heard was silence and footsteps. Right. And then... That, which, so it was quiet except for the footsteps, which was that buildup of tension right. until the this the jump scare, the the bus. Which I think when the Luton bus is used in movie horror movies today, which is the the effect of the Luton bus is used almost too much in movies. It's the jump scare. Yeah, that's basically what it is. I mean, only in the scenarios when there isn't something that actually is horror on the other right. side of the jump. Fake out jump but scare. It's yeah. the fake out jump scare. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that is the most succinct definition of the Luton bus. Is the fake out, the jump, fake scare. out jump scare. I, I think a modern day movie would have put a lot of music into that scene. And it, you're right. It wasn't necessary. It Just the footsteps were, were fantastic. In a lot of cases, scary music will add suspense. Yes. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's almost like you're walking down that alley or road and all you hear is the footsteps and it's like, in real life, unless you have your pods on, you don't have a sound effect to your life. You don't have a soundtrack to your life. So I think that's why everyone was like, sit yeah, straight up and watch it. It was we just like a in. click, yeah. click, click, click. And I'm like, that's we, like me walking right now to my car in Worcester. <laughs> we, we didn't have the, um, we didn't have the comfort of music in that scenario. That's what yes. it is. Yeah. Yes. Music is, even scary music is comforting. True. Like, even though it was a buildup because you were, you felt that tension Usually in horror movies or any action, the you're right. The music tells you how to feel. Yes, and you knew that, like the like with Jaws, you knew as soon as like the the dun 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 gets faster, you knew the attack was coming. Right. So sometimes though, not always, but sometimes, and maybe even in these '40s films, the music makes it more cheesy. That's true. That's fair. Okay. Um, other aspects that were relevant today. I sorry. I. I think I think one of the aspects that still absolutely holds up, and I would be like, watch it for this reason, is the lighting and the shadows and all the all the ways that they used simply lighting and shadow and darkness and light uh, when they didn't have other techniques at their disposal. I almost wish that other movies would use practical effects yes. like this. They are so much more believable. I like them better. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm just going to say, all I picture is little hands in the light making oh. the shadows. <laughs> and like a little tiny stuffed animal cat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Can we make a parody of this using just like yes <laughs> shadow yes, puppets? Can. So the scene, so the, the, yeah, I agree. Like the Dr. Judd attack scene was not super effective. Yeah. I will say that. Yes and no. They except for when we thought would, he was, we thought he was going to survive when he finally yeah. came back into the scene. Yeah, and then, spoiler alert, he doesn't survive. <laughs> the scene was a was yes, it wasn't as great as it could have been, but it could have been way worse if you actually saw him being attacked by a fake stuffed animal. Absolutely, you rather see the shadows where you can kind of. And I thought it was very effective having her her face and then. You just see her eyes, the the lighting changes in her eyes, and then she walks off screen. That was very effective. Yeah. I thought that that was all they needed. You didn't need to see an American Werewolf in London level of monster transformation. So, yes, 
if they really did use a stuffed animal cat and we had to watch that, that would have been painful. Right. Yeah. Which is what I had expected this movie to be. Exactly. Okay. Which is, I mean, I'm sorry, the moment that pulled me out the most was when we saw the stuffed fake stuffed animal underneath the car at the tail end. It looked real. Oh, it didn't look real to me. I'm so sorry. I was so scared. <laughs> oh, that was sarcasm. <laughs> no, I was like, wait, is that but flattened? Let's talk about the ending for a second because that may have been the least effective part of the movie because we couldn't tell that it was when Irina dies she turns into a panther, but you couldn't really see that in the shot. It was it was not we had to rewind it like three she times. She was under I, her panther coat. Yes. That coat she was wearing the whole time. But I think it was a pan like I think you're supposed to see its face, and I think it was far away because they didn't want to show the the fakeness of it. And I think maybe if it was on a larger screen and we maybe. were we you could have seen it better, but maybe. But I am not going to ignore the fact. That Serena just went to the fashion. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I think she made the point where, who was it where? It just dawned on me. About that she the, was the always black wearing velvet. the black coat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was it velvet? It looked like it could have it been velvet. Like crushed velvet, maybe. No, maybe not crushed velvet. I liked it. It was gorgeous. And I feel like it kind of presented itself as some symbolism, too, because you think of a nice panther coat. Well, she she was like always... a coat of a panther. She wore black the entire time. Yeah. yeah. She had the same coat the entire time. Mm -hmm. It was very indicative of... You don't notice it until you see her so often with the panther. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Even to the end when she had that thing sticking out of her mm -hmm. and the coat was over it mm -hmm. and she had it on one side. She mm -hmm. Something about that coat. Mm -hmm. Something's mm -hmm. up with the mm -hmm. coat. Mm -hmm. Just saying. The martini shot. Would you recommend it? Serena first. On the spot. I would say yes. There's she a looks off there. into the distance. There's a button there. I'm just trying to think of who I would be talking to to say to watch it. I liked it. I was actually interested the whole time and I didn't fall asleep once. It's good. That's perfect. That's what we want. And it wasn't cheesy like I thought it was going to be. It, yeah. it surpassed my expectations like to the highest extent. Yeah. I was sure it was going to be a cheese, cheese ball movie. Yeah. I would recommend it, maybe not to everybody, but it's a short movie. It's only an hour, so I feel like the people that are wishy-washy, I would be like, I could convince them for an hour to sit down and watch this movie. It's shorter than some TV episodes. Yeah. 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 I agree. I would recommend it. And yeah, they can just sit through it for an hour and a half. Maybe. Not even an hour. It was no. an hour and 12 minutes? Maybe yeah. that's why I stayed on, yeah. my, kept my attention span on it, because it was... Just, just over an hour. Yeah. Any other notes? Any other comments? Any other things in your notes, guys? No, Reader no. notes. All right. I have one. I feel like we should do, I feel like I should start calling this section the note roundup. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Note roundup, go. <laughs> um, oh, can I just ask a question? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever happened to that lady in the Serbian restaurant, the engagement party? Yeah. Right? Oh, that she... was it. That was the thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that I was think the she thing. was the panther. That the was cage. the thing that we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good prediction that didn't come true that should have. Explain. But it could have been. It could have been. We we'll never know. And we'll never know. Okay, so they're at their wedding dinner. Somebody said engagement. Engagement dinner? No, I think it was a wedding dinner. I thought it was engagement, but it was. Go ahead. At the the wedding dinner, a random woman who sort of looks a little like a cat, even has a little bow in her hair that could be cat ears. We don't know. They even say that she looks like a cat. Yeah. She had a very mysterious 
way about her and she walked up to Irina and calls her her sister. Yeah. In, in Serbian. Serbian. Yeah. That's what it was. I was like, she said something really creepy to her in Serbian, but I forgot what it was. Yeah. That's what I'm remembering. So that your was theory was. My theory was that she was, in fact, her sister in panther form. Yes. Mm. Okay. Because yeah. she was the one at the zoo. That would and have been a good Irina, twist. I think it, because Irina kept wanting, going to visit and it wasn't like, we, at first I was like, oh, she wants to unleash it and, you know, unleash death on everybody. So what it would have been good, right? I'm going to rewrite this movie. <laughs> Irina lets her out of the cage, jumps over and is attacked and is hit by the car. So the panther dies. So when it dies, it turns into the lady. <gasps> and when Irina dies, it, she turns into the panther. Boom. Yes. My yes. job. Tracy's All here. All good. Yep. Tracy's here. I think the actual purpose of that scene was that she, as a, as a Serbian woman, was like, how dare you get married? That right. was what the purpose, I think that was the main, I don't think we were expected to want to know what happened to that character, but of course we did because she was so, like, your eyes go straight to her and she was such a, an interesting ca- person. Also pretty, not unlike the rest of the female mm. and, and male. Mm. Everyone, great, great cast. Mm-hmm. Great looking mm-hmm. cast. Great looking cast. <laughs> Uh, my note, the only Can we note- pretend that, that she was the one in the cage? Yes. Okay. For your, of yes. course. Absolutely. Right. She's totally Doesn't little- it make head, sense? Head, it's called head cannon. Okay. It's Absolutely. just the, the, you're accepted. Yep. Okay. My one note that I haven't mentioned is I feel the need to stress the fact that everyone acted and made decisions reasonably in this yes. movie. I mean, in horror movies, I'm usually like, what are you doing? You're running the wrong way. Don't go back in the burning house. Right. But even, even, I mean, it's, yes, Oliver and Alice, you know, you're, you shouldn't fall in love with someone who isn't your wife, but they acted maturely about the whole thing. Like they were like, nope, we need to help her. And it, it was just the entire. Nowadays we have a lot of conniving right. and two timing. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it was then, nice and refreshing to see some not two timers. Right. And they all were like, yeah, we think that she actually might need to be uh, institutionalized. And honestly, I don't blame them on that. That made sense to me. Everything just, yeah. it was very, it was very sensible. It was very rational. It was very sensible. <laughs> yeah. My final point is being an animal lover, that zoo was horrible. You have these big cats in these little tiny cages with no bedding, no anything. They're pacing. That's actually a, like, they pace not because that's cool. It's, it's like a form of torture. Like, it's, it's not mm-hmm. good for them. Um, so, obviously, our sensibilities now change. Yeah. If you want to see what it really should look like, go check out Big Cat Rescue. That's Noted. all. Noted. My little, um, uh, Good plug. Yeah. Uh, so that just about wraps up this episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting our next movie on Twitter tomorrow, so head on over there and hit the follow button. We're also on Instagram. Our handle for both is the Movie Millies. You can also find us on Podbean, and officially, we are on Spotify. Woo! Woo! So head on over there for more awesome episodes. So until next time, we're millennials, and we'll see you at the movie house. Awesome. That's for right. sure. Like totally okay.